Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the second segment of episode 102. 102. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm sold with that type few. That's a lot. It is. It but is. I love it. It's I love been that fun. We're doing it, it's so. been fun. So today we're going to talk about a tongue twister, and it is home buying myths about mortgages. Home buying dun. myths about mortgages. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. You got it. You nailed it. And look at that pink color that was chosen. Wow. That is a say something color we got going on. Sure is. So what is the number one myth that you hear people say when, when they talk about buying a home? I, they, I think it's the first thing that we're going to talk about. It's that you need 20% down. Yes. And I do hear that from people all the time. And, and I get it because it does get you out of the PMI. Mm-hmm. But it is not the minimum that you need to get into a house. And I think that why we thought this was so important to talk about today is because of the rates that, you know, you, we're talking about all the friends that you've just recently closed and how important it is right now to be getting in line because it takes 60 days probably on a, moving quickly to get the house done. Mm -hmm. But rates are so ridiculously low. I think that we've seen everything from 2.8 to 2.65 for 30 years right mm -hmm. now. And it's not just us and it's not just the lenders that we're seeing. I mean, I see it all the time on these, these Facebook groups where people are posting what they're getting and yeah, it's amazing. It is. And, um, so many times if you're, if you're not in a position to put 20% down, there are a lot of alternatives out there for you and you can put, uh, if you happen to be a veteran, thank you for your service. Correct. You can actually get in on a VA loan with a zero down and a seller is allowed to actually pay all of the closing costs. So mm -hmm. for a veteran to get into a home uh, and purchase it, it is almost no money out of pocket. Yep. Um, FHA is another very good alternative with only three and a half percent down required on that. And then on conventional loans where, you know, some lenders, if you are a super strong buyer, mm -hmm. you can now qualify to put 3% down on a conventional loan. Right. And you know, it's, a, it's a little scary because that was kind of the way things were there in 2005, six and seven, right before the, the market fell out. Um, but one of the things that's very different now is the lenders are a lot more cautious about who who does qualify for the 3% down loan. Yeah, that was also when we were calling them, you could fog a mirror, you could get a loan. Yeah. And no doc loans were quite common. Um, Interest-only arms were very common for as short as three years. And I don't see any of that anymore. I see arms maybe at seven and 10, mm -hmm. but that was when rates were about four and a half. And now the 30-year beats the arms. So yeah. everybody's like, Nah, just do it for 30 years and have it locked down. Yeah. So you uh, you really don't have to have 20%. If you do have 20% down, you're really in an ideal position. Mm -hmm. um, and even for investor loans, you can put as little as 20% down on investor loans too. So um, if you've got uh, money that you want to invest in the real estate market and start buying some rental property, yes. it is a fantastic has a fantastic return over time for you. And, um, you know, certainly... Uh, certainly call us if you have any questions about investment property as well. Absolutely. And one of the other things too that we hear often, quite often, is that I, they have a low credit score and they feel like at that point that they're not able to purchase a home. And I think that at one point it might have been cost prohibitive just because of the interest rates that you were paying. But again, not to beat a dead horse, but because rates are so low, even if you aren't um, an eight, 800, you can still get a good rate that is historically low when looking at uh, home buying purchasing. Yeah, FHA loans actually allow you um, uh, to have a credit score as low as 580. 
to qualify for a three and a half percent down loan. And most people do not know that. Yes, it's a, it's a it, so if you if you are wanting if you're considering buying a home and you're wondering about that, certainly reach out to us um, and we can help you figure out if now's the right time. If not, we can put you in touch with. Uh, companies that can help you mm -hmm. get yourself in a credit position where you where you do qualify for a home. But even visiting with a lender will help. Um, even they can look at the overall uh, credit score and make a determination whether a rapid rescore um, by just changing a couple things or maybe even paying something off mm -hmm. could make the difference in enough points that you could save your interest rate, which is really interesting how fast they can all do that now. And I think that just is what technology has brought us. Yes, I, I would agree. Five would years agree. ago, maybe not the same thing. Mm -hmm. And the, the number three myth is I can't afford the agent's commission. And I have heard people say that before. Um, and as a buyer, Really, you're the you're not obligated to pay commission. The seller is who pays the commission in the transaction. It's for it's been that way since I can you know remember. Um, but the listing agent does not represent you, and so that is why you want to have somebody to help you with that process and be there to represent you. The um, you know the 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 when a a listing agent lists a piece of property, they charge a seller a commission, and then through our MLS and our co-brokerage agreements, those listing agents offer whatever agent or brokerage brings the buyer to the transaction a commission, and that is how we get paid Correct. when we're representing a buyer. So it is not money out of your pocket. Nope. No. So you can go out there and get it. One of the other things that we hear, this other little myth, is is that the a the person that you bank with is going to give you your best mortgage. And that is so far from the truth. Um, I think that a lot of the big banks are better skilled at servicing a loan, mm -hmm. but actually the front end work um, requires quite a few moving parts. And sometimes it's more difficult for them to do this. And you'll find that there are um, brokers and we rep we work with Jeremy Radcliffe with FWBC and they're able to shop the rate. And so that's a lot different than what your bank is going to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the bigger banks in our experience are, um, are their, their focus is really on banking mm -hmm. it is, and mortgages certainly are kind of a part of it, but they are not always set up to have the everything in place that, that, is really there to make that process go as smoothly as a company like SWBC, Correct. who is just focused on that aspect. That That is their business. They are actually the cog that helps these banks. And if it weren't for them, um, one of the things though, that'd be cautious about this is that um, being able to talk to someone or someone that you've been referred to is a lot different than going online to some of these online lenders. Uh, they can promise extremely low rates, but they make everyone very nervous. And in the competitive market, they might not stand. Yeah, the the uh, I, I've heard uh, uh, Jeremy say this a couple of times to to our clients who had talked to Jeremy and then gone onto one of the onlines and had been given a lower rate mm -hmm. with the online. And then, you know, Jeremy knows how to talk them through, okay, that's not the rate you're going to end up with. And here's what's going to happen the next couple of steps. And when you see these things happen, then give me a call back. Right. And in almost every instance, exactly what Jeremy says happens, happens. And that rate magically isn't available anymore. Nope. So the other thing that is very, very important about loans is that just because you're pre-approved does not mean that you have the loan. Mm -hmm. And I think... Um, this is very dangerous, and I think that lenders do a really good job of, of 
um, explaining it, but I think that there's always so much that we hear and we understand. So what does it mean when we say, I've been pre-approved, but I don't have the loan yet? Um, it really just means that you've been pre-qualified for mm -hmm. the loan. Um, the approval process is a, a multi-step process, and you can't truly be pre-approved until a property is identified and under contract and the appraisal has been done and it, until you're quite a ways down the road. You can be credit pre-approved, mm -hmm. but it's always going to be subject to, subject to, subject to certain things. And, you know, one of the, one of the big things that we always try to remember to tell people, and I, sometimes I forget, is when you're buying a house, do not open any other lines of credit during that process. Mm -hmm. Don't don't go buy your TV on a, you know, 90-day same as cash policy. Don't go buy new suits. Don't go, you know, do all those things. Buy a car. To buy a car because you need to have the, the, the mortgage process needs to see a snapshot of your total financial picture within a specified period of time from the time that you do your application until the day the loan is funded. Which and and what we've seen is now because of COVID, because of the way the workforce is experiencing this up and down, is the underwriters are pulling the credit again and contacting your lender to verify that you are still employed. Your employer, yeah. yeah. So you can be you can be pre approved and you can also be not approved. <laughs> Correct. So, and our last, uh, and our last myth is that the interest rate is what matters most. And mm. it's really not just the interest rate. And, um, you know, the, uh, uh, we had, uh, one of our clients that closed, uh, a two and a half percent, 30 year fixed rate mortgage a couple of weeks ago. And, but they ended up paying, I think it was about about $4,000 in interest charges up front to get that rate. Mm -hmm. And the, these buyers are like super smart buyers. And so they were able to look over the course of what they thought the ownership cycle would be. And I think this was probably going to be a home for them for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just made sense for him to pay that much money up front to get that lowest interest rate. Yep. But, you know, you just, you have to be able to factor the closing costs and the prepaid interest and all of those things in. And that gets all lumped into one number called the APR. Mm -hmm. And that actually makes it where you can truly look apples to apples. The other thing, when we say it's not just about the rate, it's also about the reputation of the lender. And mm -hmm. that can be so important because when it comes to the transaction within real estate, the lender is the only one who's really not held accountable and he's the last one that everybody's waiting on. Mm -hmm. So it can actually become very tricky if the lender can't get documents um, and you're outside of contract. Things really begin to have much more unsteady footing at that well, point. Well, and, and to even carry your point a little further, the, the reputation of the lender comes into play mm -hmm. in negotiating True. with whether your offer is the one that's going to be accepted. Right. If it's a multiple offer situation and you're coming in with xyz.com as a lender, mm -hmm. Versus, and, and nobody knows them. Exactly. And then you have someone that's like, um, you know, at Jeremy with SWBC and people know him and know he can get that stuff to the table. Mm -hmm. It does make a difference. It does. It, it has a big impact on your negotiation ability. So um, we hope you like this. Yeah. I the hope that was were helpful. Undone and you know more about what's going on. So if you have any questions about mortgages or uh, you want to, we'll have Jeremy's information uh, in the comments below also if you can reach out to him. But uh, 
If uh, you have any questions about the home buying process, Weston and I, Weston and I have always wanted to be the one-stop shop for home needs, whether you're, you have bought a home from us or not, whether you are planning to buy or not, whether you've owned your home 20 years and you just have a question about something that's going on, we want to be the ones that you need you call. Yep. And so remember, we want to be a Realtors for Life.